And welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? There he is. <laughs> we're having some technical difficulties on my end. But anyway, good evening. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on ELTM Radio. I want to thank uh, you for joining us again tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome a special guest panel to help us weigh in on the hottest topics people are talking about today from Donald Sterling, to celebrity sex tape, you name it. You definitely want to, don't want to miss the discussion. And call with your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. And I want to welcome say uh, happy single day mile to everyone as well. Speaking of which, Ms. Parker is not here today <laughs> because she had a uh, single day mile plan. We hope she's having a great time. And uh, Janera's not on tonight either, but you can go to BudgetShopaholic.com for updates on the latest finds and whatnot. Um, so, TK, what's going on? Hey, brother. How are you? Pretty good. How was your weekend? My weekend was excelente. Muy excelente. Right. Really good. Yeah. Really good. What'd you do? Telling everyone that I am 100% healed, so I'm officially <laughs> back to normal. And um, actually, South Street in Philadelphia had a, a festival. Uh, on Perfect. Saturday, um, basically was out there with everyone enjoying brotherly love and sisterly affection in the street on South Street. He basically okay. opened up the street for us to just have a festival. It was pretty cool. Um, okay. Just a couple celebrities out there in the mix. Um, of course, it was drinking and food and you know, <laughs> dancing and fun. I had a good time. It sounds like a good time. Yeah. I actually had a very good weekend as well. I um. Excuse me. I performed. You have a new single coming out in a couple of weeks called "On My Way," and I performed that at this fashion show called "The Valor of the Runway," and um, it was well received. I mean, I was kind of nervous because I went to sound check earlier that day, and the sound check wasn't really everything wasn't really together. But when I came back to the performance, I mean, it was a packed house. Um, all 
audio was great. The sound was great. My voice was was on point. (laughs) I hit all the notes, um, and it was well received. Like, uh, one guy kept me, which name again? Where can I find it from? You know, but, you know, that's always a good sign when people are trying to get a good job. Absolutely. Shout out. Now, uh, I have a question. When you perform like that, do do you sell your music as well? I do um, sometimes. This time I didn't because it's not available. It's still being mixed. Like, it's been okay. mixed twice, twice, and I don't like the mix, but I found someone else who's, who's really good. He's going to do it small for me. But um, okay. that's been the delay. But let me tell you what happened one time. I was booked to perform at this, um, it was like an arts and uh, wine kind of event where it's couples and singles, and uh, the art instructor, she teaches you, you know, how to do whatever the, the pain is going to be, the pain is going to be, and then uh, I perform while they're doing that. And I brought CDs, but I, I, I forgot what the conversation was, but what she suggested I do is give them away and then ask for a donation, you know, just as a donation. I actually came up okay. pretty good when I got there, so that worked out good too. So. Excellent I idea. Depends on the event. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I did that, and then I, you know, me, me and Parker did lunch on Saturday. Uh, and just you know, different things with friends, nothing, nothing too crazy, but definitely I enjoy performing at the event. So shout out to uh, Cedric who who had me for that. So I guess Adam is not joining us. I talked to him earlier, and we were talking about Cinco de Mayo, and I told him no because we have a Stephen A. show. And I guess he decided to send the money. So enjoy, Adam. <laughs> Did you uh, get to see anything? Uh, any movies over the weekend? Yeah, I checked out um, Spider-Man 2 um, okay. and also um, the movie um, starring Cameron Diaz and Leslie Mann, The Other Woman. Okay. So back to Spider-Man 2. Um, it was good. I was a little disappointed um, just just simply because there was a lot of um, lot more dialogue than action, uh, mm-hmm. although the action scenes were, were very poignant. Um, it just wasn't enough action for me. It kind of reminded me of Iron Man 3 a little bit, like just, just how it was laid okay. out. Um, there's definitely going to be another Spider-Man, of course. I thought Jamie Foxx did a pretty good job. He was hilarious uh, mm-hmm. because he, he, he goes into two different phases. He's an um, unassuming geek in one portion, and then he turns into Electro. Um yeah, I mean, it, I, I think the action scenes are pretty good. Um, I just think that it was a bit dialogue heavy. I, I could have used right, yeah. more action. Um, but I'll give it a good. I'm not going to give it a great. I'll give it a good. <laughs> the, um, the other woman was hilarious. Um, the one thing that I like about uh, Cameron Diaz and her movies and Leslie Mann both, when they decide to do one of these um, adult comedies, they go right for the jugular. They don't play around with um, politi- politically correctness. You know, they tackle uh, the subject dead on. Mm-hmm. And this was, the premise was about uh, Cameron Diaz um, met a man, and they're about to date or, or dating, and she discovers that he's married. So the wife and Cameron Diaz, wife played by Leslie Mann, get together to teach the husband a lesson about infidelity. It's okay. pretty good. Okay. So I definitely recommend yeah, I that one. Check that one out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I hope 
I hope that I like Spider-Man. You know, I just saw the uh, second one. This is third, right? Is this three now? Well, this is the second one of the second series. The so second you had the original with Tobey Maguire. You had three movies. Right. Spider-Man, you're go- probably going to have three movies as well. The, so this I is saw, the amazing Spider-Man series. Right, right. So I saw the one before this one, and I thought it was really good. So I'm, I'll be mm-hmm. disappointed if I don't like it. I'll be disappointed because I do want to see it. And I'll be very disappointed. Um, but you talked about uh, politically correct. Did you hear about the um, the newcomer on uh, SNL, Leslie Jones? Uh, you know, apparently she made a comedy sketch, you know, in the weekly update segment where she was saying how if she was in slavery, because she's like a tall kind of, you know, larger woman. And she said mm-hmm. that if she was back in the slavery days, her sex life would be a lot better. And apparently a lot of black people are, are uh, they didn't take that, you know, they didn't take that uh, that um, comment too well. And even I think it was the editor of Essence magazine kind of said out she's a disgrace to African Americans and whatnot. And she basically uh, sat back and said, you know, she's doing what she has to do. She's a strong black woman and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so it was like, do you think, her, do you think that, it, that it was, her, her comments were insensitive, maybe? I think maybe it was too much for network TV. Maybe mm-hmm. if she was in a stand-up one-woman show, she could get away with it. And, right. and it's just the politics of the network. But I, I do believe that com- comedy is an art form. And mm-hmm. just as, you know, rappers can get up there and say whatever they want, singers That's can what say did. what they want, painters yeah. can paint whatever they want, um, comedians are artists. And I do believe that they have the right to portray their art any way that they feel like it in their genre. So, no, I I wouldn't take offense to that. And I don't think that she was wrong, except for the fact that she shouldn't have probably been on network television with that one. Well, um, I was watching uh, Cheryl Underwood today, and she said that, you know, she she can't condemn her because she's young. And she said that it's it's hard being a black female comedian. And... um, and that, um, you know, the network approved it because she, she, they allowed the sketch to, you know, she, she wrote the act before it aired. And this and, is true. Uh, That's true. And so, so she said that, it, but she said it's difficult. So she said she kind of feels for, and she knows she's early in her career. But, but yeah, and some people, one other person said that because of everything that happened with the Donald uh, Sterling situation, you know, mm-hmm. it might be too soon or inappropriate at this time to be making those kind of racial, racial jokes. Uh, anyway, I just, I just wanted your opinion because you're talking about completely correct um, on that. I, I think that we're walking around these days a, a, a little bit too uptight on certain that things. She said, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. we, we need to relax a little bit. That's what's wrong with yeah. everyone. Just relax. Yeah. Laugh a little yeah. bit. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Wednesday coming up at you look forward to? Um, I'm, I'm a Godzilla. That's the next for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what's going on with oh, my birthday? <laughs> oh yeah, when's your birthday? The seventeenth. Okay. Yeah, any plans? Uh, I'm I'm in a toss up between AC and New York City. You know, if people want to tweet me to help me weigh in, get me to your city. Got to be between AC and New York City. Help me make a decision so I can come turn up. Maybe you can come and turn up with me. And this will be twenty five, right? What are you talking? Twenty two. <laughs> you lost your mind. I know, right? 
Well, listen, have a great week, and uh, we'll talk next week. Absolutely. All right. Hey, Ron, what's going on? Hey, Ron? Hey, hey, hello, can you hear me? There you are, there you are. How's it going? Happy Cinco de Mayo, how's it going? Oh, happy Cinco de Mayo, mucho caliente, CC. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why didn't I get the um the uh, memo that the ladies that the ladies were um, off tonight, man? Well, Miss Fer- Ferguson, she actually uh, had, she started a new job, and she wanted to get acclimated to that, you know, uh, not knowing how it'd be, and, and Miss Parker, she just wanted to enjoy single to Myers. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't have much of an excuse, but, but, you know, it's all good. Miss Parker keeps it real, don't she? She keeps she sure it real. She told me, don't she kill her. She's not going to make wow. it. Wow. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I, I just had a single de Mayo drinks myself, so I'm this is. I did. I did. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and just to be trans transparent, and to be 100, as I try to be all the time, I was actually knocked out when, uh, and I just happened to um, hear you saying, yo, A-Ron, A-Ron, A-Ron. Thank God I had the phone on, on speaker because I had it right by my ear. So, hey, and I, and I, and I, know, I know by drinking with you that you uh, you do get sleepy. Uh, and I, I, I used to be very bad at that, but I've gotten better. You you would fall asleep. You know, I remember when I'm we a was, lightweight. Uh, our first season, we did the show in Miss Parker's uh, apartment. Her, uh, <laughs> you fell asleep. Oh man, I was after, done. It was after the show. It was after the show, though. But yeah, anyway. oh, yeah, I was. So, I was doing, like, <laughs> but how were your finals? Oh. I had finals last week. Yeah, I had two last week, and I have two more this week. I actually have one tomorrow and um, one one on Thursday. So okay. so far, so good. So far, so That's good. good. I will. Real good. I will be posted definitely. Yo, did you hear about the um, first lady's um, brother getting fired from his um, coaching job at no. Oregon State? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What happened? I I just saw it. Let me let me see why. Um, yeah, Craig Robinson, aka the president's brother-in-law, aka the first lady's brother. He um. Taking the programs, the, um, the eighteen win seasons as a result. Oh, okay. Um, I guess he wasn't having a really good season, like like the past couple seasons, whatever. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Last um, the they um, they were fourteen and eighteen um, last year, which is not good. That's not a good record. And then the year prior to that, they were. Um, they they went seven and eleven in their conference, and they and they missed the um, NCAA tournament both last year and this past season. So his performance it just wasn't it just wasn't up up yeah. to par anymore. So hey, sorry, bro. I'm sure that he can find a you know find another job. He's the first lady's brother. He'll be all right now. Right, exactly. moving on. Moving on, uh, the Hawks, man. The Hawks, yo, I gotta give at, at Atlanta props, man. They are seven games, man. Yeah, yeah. They could easily won too. I mean, they, hey, close, close. Shout out to the Hawks. Let's see. Moving on, um, 
the uh, Wizards, man, they are on a oh my gosh, they are they. That's my favorite team to watch this playoffs. Are the uh, Washington Wizards? They are just young. Their energy level is th- through the roof, and they win ball games. So, and they won tonight. They um, beat the Indiana Pacers. Uh, yeah. Um, before I get to sports some more, can I talk about the um, the White House correspondence din- dinner? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was hilarious. I thought that president was just on point. He was funny. Nah, I mean those tickets, man. I was trying to. Oh. Bro. Well, I thought because I know you're, you're a capital intern. Yeah, capital I was. I was begging, like, "Yo, please, can I? I'll, I'll actually work as like one of one of the waiters. I'll work <laughs> right. as as like a bellhop. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll be a driver or something. Can I? Can I just get my dang on toe up in there? Can right. I just just being there. But nah, those those tickets, man, impossible. Like you have to be that. They actually have to be given to you. Like you, you just can't ask. Like it's it's really hush hush and top secret yeah, and everything. So, I can imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, it was it was an awesome awesome event, and I wish I was there. They um, said that the um the host who was the host I forgot his name the comedian, but they said that he went in a little too hard on Chris Christie. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I would have gone hard on on Christie too. I mean, Chris, Christie's a big man. Literally, if yeah. he can take it. He can, I mean, come on. But, if but this man is, is going to be president or he wants to be president, he's, he's going to have tough skin. This ain't nothing. Look at the, at I the think president. A I, think, I think it's a difference um, because obviously they do roast. So even President Obama, he made jokes about himself. you know. But I think that some of the jokes may have been a little too below the belt, you know, talking about his weight and um, I, I think maybe a, a, a joke here or there, you know, obviously the scandals around him, like the, the bridge scandal, I think those were mm-hmm. fair game. But I think just continually, continuously talking about his weight, back, I mean, on and, I mean, cause they show, like, all the different times he made reference to him and his weight, I think mm-hmm. it was a little too much. I thought it was a little too much. Oh, get some tough skin. Oh, my God. He's fat. He's fat. He's lost yeah. weight. He had, third, he had the surgery and lost some weight. <laughs> Okay, he's not as fat. Okay, he's he's not as fat. He's a big guy. I mean, it's funny. I would have talked about him too. It's mm-hmm. awful. I mean, honestly, I'm sorry. Whenever you're in that, env- it's a roast. It's that kind of atmosphere. You're going to get clowned on. Christy is one of the hot topics in politics right now. He's trying to run for president. I mean, he's this. This ain't nothing. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, come on. But for all this, well, well, the thing is, is, my thing is, they're going to talk about him regardless. I mean, that's not a problem. You know I mean, they're okay. going to talk about They've been talking about him. But I think in that, where you're just basically going in on him in front of everybody, you know, on and oh, on and yeah. on, on, on. That's what I'm saying. But, okay, but they so, say Chris Christie, okay. he, he, he goes, you know, he's got a person that doesn't really take any mess. When he did sit there and laugh, him and his wife laughed, and they said that that's the best thing you can do with a bit like that is just laugh. You know what I mean? Um, right. And he did, and he even tweeted a picture of them, him and the host afterwards uh, on his Instagram. So, okay, yeah, right, right, right. Well, you know, so hey, Duke might have said one or two fat jokes too much, and yeah, okay. 
And I'm sure Christy, and I'm sure Christy let him have a piece of his mind afterwards. The they, right. Yeah, exactly. And they shook mm-hmm. and shook hands and all is well in the world. Yo, so did you watch the um, fight? I did. I did. Yeah, I went to a fight party on Saturday. Did it go 12 rounds? Did it go 12 rounds? Yeah, it did go 12 rounds. It sure did. Okay. But I thought okay. that the other guy won. I didn't think Mayweather won that. Mayweather, be, people are on this hype, man. I'm just tired of Right. I thought from from what I had read and from what I had seen on the clips, I thought that the other guy should have won. But Yeah, because he, he especially went in on him uh, early on. Um, yeah. You know, early on in the fight, but yeah. they said it was like the score was like one eleven to one seventeen. But I, I mean, it seemed it didn't seem with like everyone because I was, you know, on uh, well, at the fight part I was on Twitter and Facebook, and everyone said that they were the winners, they were the winners, not to be right, but uh, he did win. But this is what annoys me: why does he come out with a little win just to be? Able- <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's it's, I'm not. I mean, I'm just not on. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm. Over that man, just all this corny wannabe right. Instagram, Twitter, popular pop. I'm just done with that, dude. Just fight, fight, right. man. Yeah. Just fight. Yeah. Leave all yeah. that crazy mess to the side. All this anyway, because to me, it takes to me it it makes him seem like he's like a sideshow, and it's right. and he, yeah, you, it's take away from his talent. Yeah. It makes him seem like mm-hmm. a joke to me. Yeah, it seems like a joke. So. And what's his name? Uh, Lil Wayne was got in a fight afterwards. Uh, someone from what, what was the other boxer's name? The other boxer you know? that um lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marcos Maidana. Maidana. Someone from yeah. his, Someone from his crew threw a um, water bottle at Little Wayne. And then we got into a fight backstage. A lot, you know, but, but um, security got security got you know involved before it happened. Mm, but they had the footage online. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. So, I mean, yeah, cuckoos, just nuts, nutty, 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 <laughs> nutty. Wow. Hey, did you hear? This? I'm just reading this um article about Michael Jackson. The dearly mm-hmm. departed, God rest his soul. Yeah. They're saying that. Um, well, I guess I'm, I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's one of his bodyguards claims that um, that the, that Michael Jackson had at least two steady girlfriends, and that on dates, a discreet curtain would be lowered in the back seat of his car so the King of Pop could get intimate in private. Well. well Lisa Marie Presley says that they were intimate. I mean, she said that they 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 got it in when they were married. That he uh, Michael. Yeah, she, Michael she said that. Yeah, they consummated. What? Uh, yeah. I actually heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. bro. She said it was a normal relationship. Wow. And mm-hmm. he actually, um, bodyguard says that um that Michael had a thing with um Whitney Houston. No. No. Apparently no. Jermaine Jackson and Whitney Houston had a relationship. I I um, knew about that because that's yeah, what she worked on her it, first it, album. Yeah, right. I, I remember that. Yeah, if my eyes were beautiful, which is like a cool song. People right. Google it, check it out. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. song, powerful song. But no, it says right here. It says Michael Jackson's ex bodyguard claims that 
singer had a fling with Whitney Houston too. So maybe she was no Whitney God bless. Maybe she, she might not. Hey, hey. Well, speaking of Michael, everyone go. I don't know if it's on YouTube. Someone may have taken it off, but go online and look up Michael Jackson's new single out called "Love Never Felt So Good." It's two versions. One is by himself, and one is with Justin Timberlake. Both of them are great songs. I mean, it, you can tell it's probably younger Michael, but I mean, this has a yeah, great. Whoever it produced is. it did a great job. It did a great I job. Heard, I mean, that song. You heard it. I heard snippets of it, and I um, actually found out when it was recorded. You want to know when oh, it was what? recorded? Huh. Nineteen nineteen. So that's right. That kind of tells you nineteen eighty nineteen eighty two nineteen eighty three. I believe right it. during the um, Thriller, right? It was uh-huh. one of the songs that didn't get picked didn't up it. for the Thriller album. Yeah, that didn't make well, it. Well, we're going to play it next week if you can't find it, but it's definitely it's a great song. It's a feel-good song. It makes you want to dance and kind of, you know, it's like a groove kind of song. So yeah. definitely check that yeah. out. Michael Jackson, that's and, love never felt so good. Oh, actually, I want to mention this also before before I have to go dealing with Michael Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if people realize this or not, but there is a lost album, which I'm sure Michael Jackson has probably hundreds of songs that he's re recorded throughout his mm-hmm. career and yeah. actually never made the cut that I'm sure will be will be, you know, um will come out at some point. Know, yeah. In years to come, right. There'll be like albums upon albums that'll come in the future off his old stuff. But um no, there was actually an album that Babyface and L A Reed produced back in nineteen ninety. Oh wow. And remember okay. when L.A. and Face were, like, on top of their game, it was, like, those two and Jimmy Jam and um, Terry Lewis, like, those were the two powerhouse R&B pop mm-hmm. music yeah. producing duos. Like, it was those two. Well, I always wondered why Michael never worked with with um, with Babyface and, L- and L.A. Reid. Well, actually, he actually did. Now, will they actually ever read? Re- release the album, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed that they will, but it never got released back then because Michael, from what I read, Michael actually just did it to get back at his brother Jermaine because Jermaine was trying to work with with, um, Babyface and they had some bad, anyway, if you Google it, you can find out the, um, the, um, backstory with it. But anyway, yes, there is an album that Michael Jackson re- recorded with Jimmy Jam, not Jimmy, sorry, the Babyface and L.A. Reid produced it back when Babyface and L.A. Reid were just like, um, what? what's that New Jack swinging? And they were like, it's hot. So, yeah, oh my God, please, mm-hmm. please, if anybody, please, L.A. Babyface, if y'all listen, please sign the paperwork, get the contracts ready, please bring that album out, please. I, I will buy it. It can be $100. It can be 5 Five hundred dollars. I will buy it if it's good. <laughs> and that's pretty much what's going on in sports, man. It's pretty much another kind of lame kind of sports week right now. Nothing really exciting going on. Um, baseball starting up. Um, the Derby came and went. No, I didn't watch it. And hockey playoffs <laughs> going on. Watch hockey, and mm-hmm. that's the latest. All right, everyone. Well, as always, have a great week. Yep, appreciate Thank you, my brother. And uh, talk to next week, okay? All right, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Before we go to commercial break, I want to uh, ask everybody to go to our Twitter or Facebook let us know what you think about the question today. I'm going to ask our panel in our next segment, but it's what subject matter should be off limits when it comes to telling jokes? 
So uh, go to Stephen Knight Show, SHO, and tweet us what you think. And also go to our Facebook page, Stephen Knight Show. Also, another announcement, EOTM Awards. Very excited about the awards this year. I'm going to do everything I can to be there. But it's, uh, I want to let everyone know that you can go to EOTM Awards. Well, the nominations are, have been open until May 30th. So go to EOTMAwards.com, and industry tastemakers can go to the site and nominate their clients. Definitely want to do that. The awards is all going down November 2nd. Uh, it's the second annual EOTM Awards. Last year it was off the chain, for I understand. Um, go to Facebook.com backslash EOTM Awards, or you can tweet or go to Twitter at EOTM Awards as well. So definitely you want to be on the awards. You want to get there. I'm going to be there. I know Chike, he's already got his fitness for that. He can't wait. It's going to be a great event. It's all going down. A lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, talented people making moves. So definitely check them out, guiltyamawards.com. Right back after this.
Man, I'm from Long Beach, California. Um, born and raised there, and uh, I grew up in the entertainment scene there. My father was in the music business, and uh, I got into it and drums and all of that stuff. And uh, right when, when hip hop hit, I was a part of that. I was able to experience that and be a part of its birth on the West Coast, and uh, and do that. Got into radio. I had family worked in radio. Uh, I used to intern at the, uh, the first 100% rap format, uh, KDAY 1580 Los Angeles. I got a chance to work there in college, and and uh, you know. I, Worked on concert promotions, toured with some groups, and uh, but I've been documenting my whole life in hip hop. That's why I feel like my life, what I have to say, is important. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's a, sounds like a great background. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, was that me? Yeah, go ahead. No, I didn't mean to cut oh, you off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know, so when I worked, I worked in the independent uh, radio scene, and the music tanked out before uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, the, the, L.A. rap scene was on his deathbed, so I got out of there. My dream was always to retire, so to speak, to Georgia, and here I am. You know, I was trying to find mm-hmm. some hip-hop like in Cali. You know, I couldn't find it, and yeah. I, I just got on Facebook. Man, I'm older in the game. I'm 45. I've been in hip-hop 36 years. Wow. Well, like I told you, I would never know that. <laughs> you know, wow. Good water or something, you would never know that if you saw this picture. But, uh, oh, but I appreciate yeah. all y'all being here, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Y'all ready to get into these topics? Oh, yes, yes sir. let's hit it. All right. So the first thing we've got to talk about is the whole thing with Donald Sterling. A little back history for those who have been living under the rock for the last week or so. He was He's the uh, disgraced L.A. Clippers owner who uh, he's married, and he has this confidant, as he calls her, a younger lady who's worked for him, some, some kind of linked them together romantically. Uh, but anyway, she recorded a conversation with him, and he was, you know, being very racist with his remarks towards African Americans, which the predominant of his team is, in, well, most of his employees are black. Anyway, but he was being, uh, he was being <laughs> racist about that, and then uh, somehow it got leaked. She said she didn't leak it, but somehow it got leaked, and it, you know, the NBA they have um, banned him for life from from all the of the NBA. They have fined him two hundred fifty million dollars. Reportedly now he is battling cancer, but he says he's not. Um, actually, this weekend, V is, is his confidant. She did an interview with Barbara Walters. Barbara said that he was going to do the interview, but he kept going back and forth, um, and he decided not to do it. But he said that he was he was fine in terms of his health. He um, apparently him and the girl got in an argument behind the scenes, and he you know made some derogatory comments towards her. But on tape, she said that she didn't believe he was a racist. She believed that, you know, everything that he said was kind of embedded in him from the way he was raised. But he, and it upsets him that he probably says those things, but he really doesn't feel that way. Um, he's given a lot of money to, um, to um, you know, different charities that promotes, um, you know, blacks and whatnot. He was, actually, he's been uh, honored by the NAACP uh, for his, Charitable donations, but since then the the head of the NAACP stepped down because he didn't do his research prior to honoring him with the award. But anyway, enough about him. What do y'all what do, what are y'all thoughts on this whole situation? <laughs> well, I, if I could go first, since I'm I'm from LA, I can tell you a little about the Clippers. Okay. Okay, um, and thank y'all for letting me lead it off, um, man. Listen, Donald Sterling, man, has always had the first-round pick and kept the Clippers sorry 
so he could uh, get the first-round pick and sell him for cash. So he had never been committed to winning in the Clippers organization, you know. And they offered him his own place in Anaheim, but he still wanted to come and be in Staples with the Lakers. You know, I'll say with us. Okay, first of all, shit, they're all racist. Uh, they're all racist, man. You know what I mean? That's reflected by, you know, the uh, the ownership, you know. One, you know, Michael Jordan, he's a part of you know. So we shouldn't get so excited that somebody's uh, in a p- position of power that pays black people says something racist. It's been that way since chattel slavery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You, you know, so, I mean, it's like, you know, what's the big deal? You know, we know that. I'm more... Uh, not to deviate too much from the topic, but I'm more uh, concerned with the fact that how the information got out. You know, you, you're talking about a man dealing with a woman. You're going to say and do things <laughs> under a whole different perspective and guise. You know, a woman that make you do crazy things, a man that make a, uh, a woman do crazy things. You know, that was more induced. It was racial to me, but it wasn't racist. You know, okay. we already know to him be, being that because he used to basically right. just fail the players. You know what I mean for cash, and they didn't care about the championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have to, I have to um, agree. This is Jamar Hill speaking. I have to agree with what he said. Also, I was, I was more into the whole why would the conversation be out? You know, um, yeah. I, I, that was my big concern too. You know, as, as far as the the girl leaking it, and I mean, like I said, it's all. I said, I said she was a gold digger. That was my perception of that, <laughs> straight mm-hmm. out. But you know, it, like like he said, it's it's racism all over. We we know that part. It's it's never going to change. You know, I, I think Tweedies, but in his defense, he he also used used it as what do you say? Uh, um, I don't know, man. I, I <laughs> to me, it wasn't a big deal, man. I I wasn't really concerned about the whole thing. It wasn't nothing that stopped me. So I you know, but what can you say, man? People had their opinion. Yeah. That's, uh, that's definite. That's that's I, I agree with, with everything that everybody is saying. And, you know, I hate to use the word gold digger, but you gotta look at it for what it is. And the funniest part is, you know, this whole interview that she did I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody else seen it, but it specifically says that, you know, it, he, she was his personal assistant right. every time mm-hmm. they flash her name across the screen. She was a personal assistant, all right. She reads <laughs> a whole bunch yeah. of stuff yeah. from that particular relationship. And what he said, like everybody else said, is no different than what other people have said. They just had said it behind closed doors. But I think the real story is the fact that his wife is suing her for all the stuff that yeah. he gave to her because, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 and from what I found out, I just found out that him and his wife had been separated while he was messing with her anyway. But now okay. him and the wife are back together, and that's just for him, I think, to try to sort of save face in regards yeah. to everything that's going on so that, you know, let me get back with my wife. Let me make, you know, let me make it look real good right now. But, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, why would you want what he gave to another woman who actually looks like she's transgender? I don't know. But whatever works. That's someone else said but you know what's interesting about the wife? You know when it all came out initially, she, you know, he's a pig. You know those those comments were inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But now she's changed. He, of course, he's not a racist. Why would he be a racist? But they, you know, when when they smoke this fire, stories would come out about her that because um, apparently he owned some rental properties and that mm-hmm. he would uh, he would try to he didn't want to rent to black people. And he, the black tenants he had, he tried to push them out. 
And, uh, yeah. and and what she did, she changed her name. She would go under an alias, and she would go through acting like she was from the health, uh, you know, the health department or whatnot to make sure the code, everything was up to code and talk down to the, min- the uh, minorities that worked there and staff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wow. um, trying to force them out too. So, you know, she's playing the the victim, or, or she had nothing to do with this, uh, but apparently she had a lot to do with it. And oh, yeah. also she, uh, they're saying that she may be, because now since he's kind of being pushed away, she's starting to come in and make more decisions and, and more or trying to, you know, do what she can. But um, they said that if she does become the new owner, it's really because that's just their marriage, so he's still going to be making the calls. Mm-hmm. So do you think do you think she should be able to be the the, the next owner? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. When have you even seen her sitting at a game? He'll have his jump off at a game, but he won't have his wife at a game. Like what sort right. does that make? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been to all the games recently uh, and whatnot. But who who do you? There've been a lot of people that they have been uh, talking about being interested in and in being the new owner. You know, it all you know this all came to put be because of Magic Johnson, the picture that V took with him to post on Instagram. Um, but he's he's expressed interest. Oprah's expressed interest. A lot of people expressed interest. Who do you who would you like to see as the next owner? Mm. <laughs> Jamar Hill. Jamar. Jamar Hill. Well, I, no, that, that's a lot of re- that's a that's a lot of responsibility, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Why not Magic? You know, he knows the game. He's been around for a long time. So why not Magic? I mean, Oprah is God. But I mean, why not Magic? <laughs> yeah, no, because no, because Magic is a Laker. Magic is a Laker. Right. You know, his yeah. his, his his you know he's in the you got to go in Staples Center. You know, you see that yeah. too hanging up. You know, he's a Laker for life. You mm-hmm. know, who I would like to see purchase the team, and I think he would have a good sound uh, infrastructure for the team would be Bill Cosby. See, because okay. Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby had funded uh, the first uh, NASCAR Black Driver. You know, so. He, you know, he, I think he could he could get it right over there. Yeah, mm. that'd be interesting. They won't be able to cuss anymore because you know Bill don't like cussing. Yeah, well, they don't need to be because you know you know you go to your place anywhere you go where you work you're not allowed to curse and black people yeah. Yeah. respect that. <laughs> you know you're at a place of business. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we need well, to be taught, and I think he could do that. I agree. I agree. I, I, I would like to see someone. I think it would be kind of ironic that uh, he tried to keep black people from coming to the game, and that'd be the next owner, someone who was African American. That'd be very. Oh, important. he would probably have a heart attack. <laughs> he would. He would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's move to the next topic. Don Lemon, you know, he's a CNN anchor. He says that when it comes to racism, racism, uh, people who are unaware that they're racist—that's the—that's the big issue. That's the new form of racism. People who you know make comments like maybe like maybe that uh, Donald Sterling, you know how he thinks, but oh, but I'm not racist because even he said that in his in his uh, on the tape on the audio. He said I'm not racist. I love all people. I mean, it's just the way it is. You know, they're not on the same level as, as, as white people. He said that. So, do you agree with him that people who are not aware that they're racist, that's the new form of racism? Um. I don't know because I, I feel we all say things that's 
you right. know, that's racist. But y'all have mm-hmm. comments. I mean, I always, I was saying this. Um, if we put a tape recorder in our house, if somebody ever tape recorded us privately talking about, you know, another race, I mean, we all have something to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather it's Africans, rather it's Mexicans, rather it's Jamaicans, rather it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think we all we all say things that that that's out of out of spite and that's racist. You know, that's why I wasn't really big on the whole tape thing because honestly, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't want my girl hugged up with no no black no no athlete in general. You know what I'm saying? Especially oh, especially in the building I own. Nah, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying. So I understand what he was saying. That's why I was saying too. Like, I wasn't big on that. He was saying things out of frustration. Like he's getting calls from people. You know, Agreed. Agreed. and um, yeah. So, so that's just like any man. I don't know what man would want they man, they woman to be hugged up with another man, especially in yeah, a place where they own. It's a male female thing, not not a racist thing. <laughs> yeah, but also, but yeah. also think that the NBA had to do something because it did go viral. You know, right? Hit the new commissioner, the new commissioner of the NBA, and they'd be looking at him crazy if he did nothing. You know, if he um, did nothing. He had to make for, a statement. He had to make a and, statement. And also, yeah, they, got a law, they got a lawsuit you, waiting for him, though. He's suing them for like $1.9 billion. You know, mm. to take a man's business from him and force him to sell that, you know, you're treading on a different water right there. I'm a business owner. I mean, it's smaller than it's an upstart, but, man, right, yeah. knowing somebody can come and jack it from me just because I said something messed up, hey, man, that makes me that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> but, but do you do you think do you think that it would have been affected even if they didn't give him that that you know those fines and whatnot, take his business? Because I think that the fans would have stopped coming, the players would have had something to say. You know, I think it would have been a trickle down effect. What do you what do you, yeah. what do you all think about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, let it let it trickle down to the point to where fans stop coming to where he just moves on out the way. <laughs> they weren't you know, gonna stop coming yeah. during playoffs. Y'all can forget that. Yeah, right. you know, well, they weren't gonna stop coming during playoffs. He still would have been reaping the benefits. I don't know about banning them or whatever. Now, maybe the banning was excessive, but mm-hmm. that the fine that you gave him is nothing. That's a that's a drop in the yeah, bucket for him. Yeah. yeah, I know he didn't want to pay it, but it wasn't a lot for him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a lot for him. If you've ever if you've seen the chart of that much money and how much he's worth and how much he has, that's nothing. It's nothing yeah. to him. It might be a whole hell of a lot to us, but it's nothing to him. Yeah. But did you but did you notice how how poorly the Clippers played that day that that game that night? They, yeah, when I mean, everything they were all happened. Yeah. Yeah. They were all over the place. Because you don't know how to feel. And Doc Rivers mm-hmm. was on the line. Like Doc Rivers, kind of like he was treading the line. He didn't know which way to go. He right. didn't know if he wanted to agree with his players, especially when they did the whole warm-up jerseys inside mm-hmm. out and, mm-hmm. you know, throwing them at, 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 you know, in the middle of the court and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you're thinking, damn, I got to play for this man. Right. And this is how he feels. Because what if it was one of his players that took the picture? Would that conversation that even went down? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Would it still have been the same thing had it not had it been one of his players from his own team that he owns? Mm-hmm. Because imagine if it was that way, and you talking about your players like that. And I, I mean, I would venture to say that I mean she would be around them because she's with him. Right. Yeah. 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 And she and I don't even know if anybody else knows she was like on his, like, committee for, like, one of his charities or something, and she wasn't even doing nothing. He had just had her on there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and, and uh, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing with that is the family in turmoil because, you know, his son was found dead of an overdose last year, about wow. a year ago. So, you know, I mean, uh, you, you're definitely a family going through some stuff. And I believe that was a, yeah, that was a heroin overdose, you know. And wow. he's, got the, he's got the chick on the side. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm from CA, born and raised, Cali, Southern California. That is a transgender human being he's with, I'm going to tell you. They have a different look to them and a different disposition. You know, it's hard to tell with some. I'm just being real. That's how it is in, in Los Angeles and Hollywood. You know, wow. and she looks like she's in that crowd, you know what I mean? And, you know, because they have gatherings and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, I think it's, 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 it's some things going on within that family that we know nothing about that went, yeah. yeah. went on to affect the yeah. so it's so fortunate, so fortunate for everybody. Yeah. Well, let's, let's uh, put a, a lighter note. So Beyonce and Jay-Z are going on tour this summer, on the run tour. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I, I think that they're going to make a lot of money. Make a lot of money. And I heard the, t- the tickets are not cheap. The tickets are not cheap, but they're already, they people were buying them before they even, uh, you know, were officially on sale. What are your thoughts on this tour? I heard they was $400. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I the way my check-in and my savings account set up, I ain't got it. <laughs> I got them on my iPod, and I will blast it from here until kingdom come. But I'm not going to be on the run with them because then I'll be on the run losing my apartment. So, no, I'm good. Right. But, hey, they're going to make some loot, though. They're going to make a whole lot of money. It is. Now, here's the question. Go ahead. Go ahead, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm happy for them. You know, my people's back in L.A. told me they booked the uh, the Rose Bowl, holds 100,000 people. You know, wow. money, everything. I'm that's good, but I'm just gonna be real with y'all, everybody, man. I have great concern for Beyonce and her health and uh, uh, this excessive touring. You know, she yeah. can come off tour. You know, what I mean, but it's right. so much money. It's so much money to get because they innovated the marketplace, but there's no promo and marketing strategy that they got to just go. <laughs> yeah. But I have, but I have concern for her. You know, because she, I, she's not looking. All that great lately here to me, little thin and you know. And, well, that's uh, because they I'm, did that uh, that vegan diet. Her and Jay Z both did that vegan oh, diet. Oh shit! God, yeah. man, you know. Okay, cool. But I'm happy. You know, I'm happy for them. They get a lot of negative press and stuff. You know, I, I look at it in terms of I see a black woman and a brother. I see a kingdom. You know what I mean? And I see yeah. them doing it together yeah. and working together and being married and having children yep. in wedlock. Um, Creating businesses, it not clashing with the personal. I mean, that's that's what I'm grasping from for them, man. Yeah. Cause it's just Hollywood. Right. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> Amen to that. And and you know, I, I follow um, them on Instagram. Well, I think Jay's on Instagram, but I follow Beyonce on Instagram. And when you see them together, like it it makes you like you want them to be to do well. You want them to be together. You know what I mean? But I will say, oh, here's yeah. the question. Here's the question. Who's gonna be the opener? Yeah, Who's gonna open the show? Jay Z or Beyonce? Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Yeah. I see Queen, I see Queen Bay just, you know, just coming in after that. He just, he sets it off and she just knocks it down. Yeah, Rose Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, he loves his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which me, I could tell, you know, I could tell what a man love a woman. <laughs> and, uh, uh, 
she will be closing that set that night <laughs> and every night. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I have a, I have a friend of mine that said that, and, and, and this is a true or false kind of question, that without Beyonce, Jay-Z wouldn't be as relevant in music today as he was in the 90s. Do you agree? Okay. No, I don't agree that. I don't no, agree. I don't agree to that. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. I think they both are just two dominant people. Yep, and they brought uh, it together, and not, it just exploded. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they're just two dominant people um, and have, they, have their own brand, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I do. I, I just, I just, I, I, I don't mean to cut in. You know, I just, I've, I've just experienced brothers that have, uh, you, you know what, man? Just, just, just go ahead. I'm gonna hold on to this. <laughs> I'm on the uh, radio interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think that they actually complement each other very well, and and form the lot every year. Yep. The yep. There's the top. Yeah, well, you know I, what mean, I mean, I mean. I'm, the point I was trying to make is just that, man, you know, uh, especially a black man, he's so much better, you know, yeah. when he has a good woman by his side was my point. Amen. You, know? you better apologize for that. Man. And I knew a brother that used to always brag that he was his corporate brother. He was making 150 k a year at his gig, and he didn't need nobody, you know, and he was, he was mm-hmm. hearing that. And he met this woman of his dreams. I knew he was in love. The brother cried at the wedding, and, man, they went on to become millionaires together. Wow. You know? And and wow. when you have when you have the right person with you, you know more yeah. more emphasis yeah. more emphasis for me a black woman because I I pull my, my I pull my power from you know my queen you know she tells yeah. me right yeah. yeah. me something yeah. right for me hey don't mess with them I'm listening to that and then it be mm-hmm. every time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah. so I, you know I, I mean they put they could have they could have done very well success, successfully without each other, but to, together, you know, they're going to become billionaires. I don't think they would have done that individually. I agree. Yeah. agree. They're both two geniuses, so I, I, oh, yeah. I think that's that's a good thing, you know. They've been, they're definitely yeah. a good couple. That's why everybody... Yeah, and they work whatever, hard. Whatever, yeah, whatever relationship, celebrity relationship you talk about, it's always Jay-Z and Beyonce, so yeah. uh, they're def- they definitely a power, powerful couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Stephen, yeah, yeah. Since, since you're in Atlanta, have you not been to the Church of Beyonce? All right, I heard about that. You heard about the, <laughs> the girl, the girl who uh, did she commit commit suicide? What, what was what was the story? I heard about this uh, yesterday. What was the story with that? Well, all I heard was that there was there was a group of people someone created, you know, the Church mm-hmm. of Beyonce. They were trying to they were trying to get a religion. Like, I don't know if it was Beyonceism or something. Right. And I don't know about the founder, but I just I just heard about it last week, so I didn't get the whole story. But right, yeah. um, they were trying to come up with some bylaws for it and everything. Now, if something happened in between last week when I heard about it and now, ugh, I mean, you know, yeah. Someone, she probably had a lot of people after her. She probably took a, she took a life, uh, something to do with the beyond, the, the that religion. The church of right. I think that's crazy. But um but I think that's what I think that's when people put too much into celebrities. You know, it, it, it's great to, you know, acknowledge their work, be a fan, support them. But when that be, becomes your existence, you know, that's it's a little too much for me. That's losing in touch with reality. That's what Yeah, reality, exactly. Because yeah. Beyonce, you know, she she's a private person but she did admit 
uh, prior to having the blue eyes with her baby that she had a miscarriage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so she's yeah. so she human like everyone else. You know, we're all human. We all go through hardships and whatnot. But um, let me ask about this. This is not a part of the question, but, uh, you know, Matthew knows supposedly, well, he did father a son um, while he was married. Tina knows, and apparently the mother of the son, she's saying that she is about to be evicted from her home because he hasn't paid child support in however long. And the question was, is it Beyonce's responsibility to help her out? <laughs> you, you ask your question one more time. You said it's Beyonce what? Yeah, well, the, okay, so uh, Matthew knows baby mom. He has a son, like two, three years old, and she's about to be, the mom's about to be evicted from her home. Is it Beyonce's responsibility to help her out? No. That is her father's responsibility. That is her father's child. That is, that's his job. That's not Beyonce's job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. He had, that child. he had that child while he was still married. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You handle it. Well, also, I think, um, Matthew knows that money. Yeah, yeah, like, so, so she not getting child support? Like, you, I mean, I'm surprised well, that she didn't run the court. She probably thought he was going to stay with her. You ain't run the court? Like, what's, what's the problem? Well, apparently he, he said he's been paying child support. She said he hasn't been paying child support, and she's about to be evicted out. Well, she don't have a job either? Yes, not. Yes, that was a job, but uh, it didn't work. <laughs> Were you just surviving <laughs> off of child support, boo? I mean, well, then right. she better do what the rest of us do. She better work right. it out. It would it would be cool it would be cool if Beyonce you know contributed a little something it would be kind of cool right. but I mean that's not her, no she's not obligated you know to to mess with that that reminds me I grew up with the Jackson Five I'm showing my age <laughs> watching, <laughs> I watched Michael grow up and the Jackson Five grow up and you know Joe Jackson had had, had a child outside uh, the marriage yeah. of another Jackson uh-huh. he grew up tried to be a singer too but um you know I've, I've seen this. You know, before you know, and I'm gonna get evicted, and you know, and it's always something with the proverbial uh, baby mama or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call the, the mm-hmm. politics, you know, and, and uh, it's it's even here where I'm at in Augusta, where Lawrence Fishburne is from, in the uh, early '90s, I think it was his mother was doing the talk show circuit uh, here for uh, his mother here in Augusta because she was living, you know, in the ghetto. You know, and and it was horrible, and he was in all these movies, and my son doesn't help me. You know, it's always some sort of conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I've seen, I've seen this has been a pattern. Is my point? Yeah, and even Madonna did say that her brother, um, he's he's homeless. Uh, he's homeless currently. There's a lot of this happens a lot. It seems to happen a lot. Yeah. I know Mariah Carey has a sister who's on drugs, and she is not getting any kind of financial help from Mariah. But um, it goes to show that's that's, that's that's everyday life, though. I mean, but it's yeah, also a backstory to that. It's always yeah. a backstory to that. Yeah. You just that's can't right. expect for somebody just because they're in a position to too. You know what I mean? At mm-hmm. some point in time, you're an adult and you have to take that personal responsibility. I'm not living for you, just like you're not right. living for me. So just because I have the financial means doesn't mean that I have to. That doesn't mean that I don't love you, but it doesn't mean I don't have to because then I feel like I'm going to be enabling you because you have. Haven't tried on your own. Yeah. I also Shaquille O'Neal's uh, uh, biological father came in his life when he got successful, and then his mm-hmm. half brother, his half brother was a little kid. You know, we're going to get kicked out of our house. We need help. You know, and he's like, "Well, Phil is my father. He raised me when you left." 
Right. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and uh, recently, Oprah Oprah has her stepmom uh, married her dad for twelve years, and she had mm-hmm. them in a nice home. Uh, they, they got divorced, and so Oprah's asking the woman to she, you know, evict the home, you know, vacate the home. She said, "I'll buy you another home, but I'll, this home, oh, she said, I buy you another home, or she said, oh, we can sell the home and split the profit." But the woman says that she shouldn't have to leave her home. Well, technically, it's not hers; it's Oprah's. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it sounds as if Oprah might still be paying on it if yeah, she's willing yeah. to buy her. It sounds as if she's still paying on it. You're no longer married to my father, so I shouldn't right. have that obligation to continue to pay. So she gave mm-hmm. her some viable options. Right. The fact that she gave yeah, her sometimes people just feel entitled. Yeah. 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 Agreed. All right, let's move on to our last topic. Our last topic, um, celebrity sex tapes. Mm. <laughs> now, we all know the most notorious one is Kim Kardashian. You know, she has an empire now because of her sex tape with Ray J. Mimi from uh, Love and Hip Hop, I, I haven't watched this show. I did see the trailer to the tape, and uh, I've seen all the jokes on Instagram with the rides, the shower rides, and, and, uh, and I recently read that the tape was leaked and that this has had a really bad effect on her daughter, or her child, or I think she has a daughter. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on this? Well, my thoughts about this whole sex tape stuff, it's not, <laughs> it's the same, it's, it's life. I don't know. I yeah. mean, sex is sex, man. Be honest, yeah. I, rather it's me or somebody else. It's, it's everything will get leaked once you get, once you, once money involved. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Man. Teach. <laughs> it was that's like watching me cry. That's all I got. Yeah, can. that's why I say don't don't ask me for no tissues. <laughs> 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 I've seen better I've seen better on Pornhub, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, sex tapes yeah. to me it kinda of went out with mixtapes. You know, I mean, right, it was right. effective at one point, but now mm-hmm. it's not so cool to do that. You look a little old. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. I mean, it's like, okay, a sex tape. I mean, come on, nothing, nothing's off limits. Mm-hmm. We've seen this all. You know, Pam and Tommy Lee, where you want to start? You know what I mean? And, right, you know, yeah. I did, all, I, way, way back in my day, R. Kelly, you know, there was niggas walking around mm-hmm. the neighborhood selling R. Kelly tapes, you know. And, yeah. You know, is that really him? I don't know. I can't tell, man. Uh, you right. Know, yeah. It's grainy. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's an old I, thing, man. I was almost 20 years ago. Well, not maybe not 20, but it was a while ago. <laughs> right. I yeah, think I old. think I think that you know, do what you want to do, but especially in, in, it's a double standard for women. But if you have children, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Because just think, your your child will one day probably see you get it in on video. You know what I mean? Yep. And I, I would not want to see my mom doing that. <laughs> I, don't, I, would, I would not want to see that. And so, and, and not only are you seeing it, because I, you know, and I'll be honest, when I was a kid, I sneaked through my, my parents' drawers and I found a naked picture of my mom and I was, it messed me up. But I saw that. The world didn't see it. You know what I mean? The world didn't see it. It wasn't where someone can just go online and look at my mom get yep. it. You know what I mean? And so yep. that's that's the only thing I have with you know do what you want to do but when you have children you got to realize that your the consequences don't mm-hmm. just affect you they affect your children as well. That's, that's yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 
Well, listen, y'all, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I want y'all to go through it one more time and tell us where we can follow you, where we can find you, and any last uh, closing remarks you have. We'll start with you, uh, Jamal. Uh, well, you can follow me follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Jamar Hill, J-A-H-M-A-R, last name Hill, H-I-L-L. Um, you can follow uh, my movie, Last Love Lost, that Last Love Lost the movie, on um, Twitter and Instagram. And my fan page is the same thing as Jamar Hill. You know, make sure you all come out May 25th to the Miss Theater in New York to uh, come support my first feature film. Let's make history together. Yeah. Let's do it. Lania? Um, Love, L-Y-N-I-A, on Facebook, Lania Love Actress Model, Lania Love Fan Page, and I'm also Lania Love on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and once again, May, 5th, May 25th at the Mysterio Last of Lost um, with Jamar Hill, uh, Love Him or Leave Him, Tiffany Yancey, Tim Fontaine, Choices 2, Delia Ruffin, A High Hill, The Drive, Keith Skrillo, Young Inspiration, Damon Durrell, and The Dirty Circle, Quash Davis, and that's it. That's all I got. I can't do no more. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man, this is uh, Teddy Augerbright. Uh, you can hit me at uh, Facebook uh, at Teddy Augerbright. That's A U G E R B R I G H T. And uh, just come check me out. Right now, I, I got the, uh, the uh, my lectures and my speaking engagements that I'm booking right now, and I'm doing the history of hip hop. I'm also doing uh, James Brown, the Godfather of hip hop slash uh, Godfather of uh, soul, and uh, also have the uh, the importance of the uh, hip-hop female and hip-hop uh, lecture as well. So uh, check me out there. Just hit me up, man. We can we can put it together. I love and appreciate y'all. Respect. Man, it's been a beautiful experience. Thank you. It's been great. I want to thank you all for coming on. I wish you all success and everything that you all got coming you. up. Thank you. All right. God bless y'all. Have a good night. All right. All right Bye. All right. See you later, guys. Thanks for having me on the show, Steve Knight. You the man. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> GK, you we'll too, brother. <laughs> we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Steven Playlist after this. You're listening to The Steven Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Well, now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. We receive music from people all over uh, the country, really, want to be featured during this segment. Each week we select artists to play on open tonight. They are featuring both independent and major artists, including K. Michelle, Mariah Carey, your boy Stephen Knight, and Chris Brown, many, many more. If you're interested in being featured, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, one or two promotional pictures. Remember that all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. Now, the first song is my new jam from uh, Chris Brown featuring Lil Wayne in French Montana entitled Royal. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist.
Okay, I think we're having a little difficulty right now with the playlist, but we'll play that once it's ready. Let me go to some of the questions of the day, comments real quick. Uh, what subject matter should be off limits when it comes to telling jokes? Someone said rape. Someone said there's no um, no boundaries. Someone said race. Um, I said I think a person um, jokes about a person that's related to something that they're really insecure about. So if they're a weight or, you know, like me when I was a kid, I could teach my lips, I had big lips. <laughs> you know, I don't care now, but then, you know, uh, Teddy was just on the show said crack babies growing up grown up, a lot of 20-something know they were crack, they're born crack addicted and the issue they have stemming from it. Um, Will said when he was a kid, his dad used the phrase off-color jokes to describe those that were inappropriate. Off-color includes topics about sex, race, ethnicity, and all those categories that are legally protected when it comes to acts of discrimination. Also, it could be jokes about domestic violence or any other form of violence. That's how he would describe it. I'll think all those things should be off limits. Uh, Jason Jiggins said, Mama jokes, especially when the mother had passed away. Black Frank said, uh, People's kids. So, uh, so yeah. And then we had someone uh, tweeted that said, uh, that said that there should not be uh, any, any limits when it comes to jokes. I want to remind everyone again about the EOTM Awards, November 2nd, going down. Definitely, definitely go to EOTMAwards.com and know that you can nominate. The nomin- nominations have been open to May 30th. So you can still go in there and nominate someone. If you're an uh, industry taste maker, you can go to the site and nominate your client. Uh, remember, Facebook.com, EOTM Awards, and on Twitter, EOTM Awards. Definitely don't want to miss it. I'm going to be there. Chica is going to be there. It's going to be a great, great, great day. Let's go on to the playlist. Here goes Chris Brown Williams. Check it out.
Run more like this, that's what they be yelling. I'm a pen by blood, not relation. I don't chase them, I replace them. Hey, LV's Hermes, no shake. Say, lawyer, man, they rotate. Pull me to the game, now I know my duty. Put her in the loader, she was riding in that hoodie. Damn, got my own home. Yo, got my own smoke. Had to put my nigga back on. Tell that, tell that, put a ring back on.